There, how about now? Hello, my friends. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, this is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. And any of you who does know, we're having a storm. We're expecting Noah's Ark to come down the road any yes. day now. So that's why I'm wearing a hat. This is a production of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel throughout the universe. If you, I, you know, I just noticed, yeah. So we have all kinds of content for you to peruse. We have books. We have living legends. We have worship bands, past articles, past show episodes. Uh, we'd love for you to take a look. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. If you care to partner with us, you can click the Donate Now button. That would be a huge blessing for us. And so important, if you can like, share, subscribe for the podcast to your friends who you think may enjoy it, that is also a tremendous blessing for us. Absolutely. Make sure and uh, scroll down and uh, check out our, um, you know what? I started in the wrong spot. I'm supposed to tell you first to make sure and comment. <laughs> Let us know what you think about the devotional. What about our, about our comments? If you agree, disagree. Smash um, the like button. Smash the like button. Share it out. Why is it um, called smashing the like button? Because they want you to smash it, uh. not just click it. Okay. I don't know. I, I, somebody must have said that one time and it cut on like right. wildfire. But whatever you do, uh, just make sure and uh, talk to us. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, if you're if you're listening after the fact, um, then uh, just make sure and share it out. And there may even be, depending on what platform you're watching on, that you can actually still comment and we will still see it. So make sure and do that. Now, look down into the description. You'll find some of our sponsors, one of those being LifeWise, which is great products like this. This one is spectacular. I tell people about it all the time. Restore. It reduces the inflammation and pain in your joints. Like me, I have an injured knee. When I don't take it, um, I can feel it. I'm reminded of how bad that injury is. But when I take it, I do squats. I run. I, I play lacrosse with the kids. I can do everything that I could before. But uh, for me, it's an amazing product. Uh, and uh, so make sure and check it out. They have other products too to help you sleep and other stuff. And then we have StreamYard. Uh, use uh, the URL, getstreamyardnow.com. If you want to broadcast out to the world about a hobby you may have, or if you want to do your own devotional. I just caught a friend of mine from the dog business years ago. He's either from the dog business or from my time in San Diego, one of the two, but he, he's, a, he's a dog trainer and him and his wife get on and they, they do uh, Whoa, a daily broadcast. Cool. Yeah. And it's really about funny. Dogs, about yeah. training? Uh, no, about God. Apparently oh. now he's a pastor. Wow. And I was uh, watching him. I watched him uh, two days in a row That's and awesome. um, yeah, I comment on his stuff and it's kind of fun. Because uh, he will occasionally talk about dogs and his dog training business and that kind of stuff. And I go, yeah. wait a minute. Wait one gosh, dong, dog, dog, minute. Dog, and, minute. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, they're great. I love them. Uh, they're doing a really so good. Cool. She's a fitness instructor, apparently, because I hear her talk a little bit about, you know, uh, her fitness business and, and that kind of stuff or expertise in that area. So it's really cool. Neat. And uh, they don't use stream, StreamYard. I'm going to tell them, you got to start yeah. using StreamYard, bro. Because right now they still use the phone and they, when, I like it when somebody comments because then he gets really close to the screen. To try to, <laughs> to he's so, broadcasting with the phone? Yeah, he's broadcasting with the phone. Whoa. It's like set on the desk and uh, oh. you see the Bible is huge. And then they're like back here. I, I mean, it looks, I mean, it's great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing at all. Yeah. But uh, I just. But he can uh, level it up. So yes, really... they can level it up. But. Um, level up. And, uh, you know, some people just like to be authentic like that, too. They just like the authenticity of uh, doing it on their phone. So whatever it is, 
I love it. The words are great. It doesn't matter what it is that it looks like. But I, uh, I, I like commenting because then he has to get really close to the screen with his eyes. Uh, but um, that's it's really funny. fun. So, but hey, if you're watching, get StreamYard. <laughs> you don't have to do that. I, I could, we get can see. StreamYard now. I need glasses too, but with StreamYard, I'm able to do this without. Uh, make sure and open up to Zachariah 4, 6 that's through 7. Interesting spelling. That's what it said on the devotional. That's how he spelt it. Look it. Let's see. I'll show you. Zechariah. Oh, did I miss an H? Yeah. Oh, missed an H. Sorry. I was I was on my Zoom schnugs when I put it on. I was, I was multitasking. So ignore no that problem. part. This is a... Um, they can understand. This is old King James version of they writing. They know how to find it. Yeah. It's the Z. <laughs> Chapter with the Z. I don't use Zechariah. Not Zephaniah, though. Yeah, I don't use Zechariah every day in my, in my life. Um, but uh, make sure and find that scripture uh, so that you can be reading along with us uh, when we get to it. I'm going to take it off the screen for now. All right. Uh, we're reading from Tozier for the Christian Leader uh, for February 6th. The title is Just Turning the Crank. And um, the reference that he's using is Zechariah 4, 6, that says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. It is possible to run a church and all of its activity without the Holy Spirit. Oh, ain't that true? It's so possible. Yes. <laughs> you could organize I it. I visited some of those churches. You could organize it, get a board together, call a pastor, form a choir, launch a Sunday school, and a ladies' aid society. You get it all organized, and the organization part is not bad. I'm for it. But I'm warning about getting organized getting a pastor and turning the crank. Some people think that's all there is to, to it. You know, the Holy spirit can be absent and the pastor goes on turning the crank and nobody finds it out for years and years. What a tragedy, my brethren, what a tragedy that this can happen in a Christian church, but it doesn't have to be that way. Hey, or no, sorry. He, <laughs> sorry. Hey, he that hath an ear, let, him, let hear. him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. That's Revelations 3, 22. If you could increase the attendance of your church until there is no more room, if you could provide everything they have in churches that men want and love and value, and yet you didn't have the Holy Spirit, you might as well have nothing at all. For it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. That's Zechariah 4, 6, of course. It, it is by the spirit that God works his mighty works. Oh, Lord, in whatever ministry I am involved, I pray that your Holy Spirit will be present with his controlling power. Always. Amen. Amen. This is good. So true. So you just turn the crank. You can mm -hmm. hire a band. You can play some music. Actually, I was talking to... Um, a friend of mine today who's coming to our community group and uh, he went for the first time to East Anaheim this weekend. He's like, oh, wow, that's quite different than friends. He's like, well, that's, that's very different. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you yeah. see that? It's quite a difference. Are you saying that so, friends is just turning the crank? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a show. And, and he Are made sure? this, and he said this great thing. He said, he said, he said, I realized while I was sitting at East Anaheim that it is quite possible I've been going to church every week and just listening to good music. 
and coming home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, you sound like my husband. What's he my <laughs> I husband? Didn't realize that. He's gonna he's gonna tell you. I walked around church for 25 years, but I didn't know I wasn't a Christian. I didn't want to blame friends for that. I, I've been thinking it was me. No, he said he said he I think I've gone every weekend and just I'm so sorry. Good, good music and went home. I feel that Chris Ward has the Holy Spirit. Yes. Everybody knows that. That's the excuse the whole church says. Really? Well, Chris is great. <laughs> yeah, sorry for name calling folks. Sorry. But so sorry, we were not offending anybody. Yeah. I, sure, we're offending a lot of people. I'm but. so sorry. You are. I didn't say that. You started it. <laughs> you said the name. <laughs> I wasn't calling him out by name. I called the church out by name. But, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I'm sure the church back in the day when President Nixon's uh, parents were starting it, the Holy Spirit was was involved. Yeah. And, and he and, left. But the that, Holy Spirit left. Really? Yeah, he left. He left a long time ago. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Holy Spirit's like, peace out, I'm gone. <laughs> I don't know what's happening around here, but I'm out. <laughs> so you, that that's the thing too because that's not i mean that's not essentially well maybe they are maybe uh tozer is addressing this part but a church can be started with the holy spirit involved sure but then you know he leaves the pastor leaves no the holy spirit leaves with, i don't know with the pastor, pastor? Uh, can, can it leave can the pastor continue and then the pat the, oh, the holy spirit sure. leave the pastor really Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. I think we're getting into some controversial leaves, area right or now. Or he leaves the congregation. I mean, if, if a pastor has fallen, so either yes. he's never had him or he's been faking it the whole time or he's fallen. You know, he's he's on a on a low track. He's in a valley. The Holy Spirit can leave for a whole variety of reasons. Hmm. So, I mean, we're not calling who's a Christian, who's not a Christian, or who has the spirit or who doesn't have the spirit, but you can, you could feel when the Holy Spirit leaves the building. And you can tell when the Holy Spirit's in the building. I don't know how to say this. So, could, and we're getting lots of comments, so I can't wait to read the comments, <laughs> but um, um, I just don't have that window pulled up yet, so that's why I'm not, we're not commenting yet, but can... Oh, so man, this is something else. So the Holy Spirit, can it be, can it be in a, in the person who started the church, but not in the church, not in the, not in the building? Well, meaning that there is a, a pastor standing there and he's spirit filled. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit is not anointing the congregation and that, yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. What do you guys think? Well, because remember, okay, because see, there's, we each, when we're spirit filled, we each have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the notion of the ecclesia, the actual, the church body. It's not the building and it's not one person. It's this, um, I don't know, where it says, is there what's, it's the, it's the ecclesia. It's, it's the church body, but I think there are definitely instances where you've got brick and mortar and you've got people inside that are spirit filled, but that church doesn't have the spirit's anointing. Like Jesus is not present at every at every meeting. He may be present in Bob and Sue sitting in row four, but mm. there is oh, not an is anointing so over that pastor to be shepherding people. I don't know. That's my thought. This is an interesting discussion. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what people are saying. I do want to say this right here. And that Ira says, <laughs> Restore has taken away my achy hips and sore knees. Wow. I love that. That I'm is have to, fantastic. I have to get your testimony on, on this. That's awesome. I, I love it. I, I would not necessarily have thought that it would have been as good. I, I could see, you know, reducing it a little bit. But I'm telling you, I do one leg squats on my bad knee where a month ago I was on crutches. So true. Uh, it is really crazy. Uh, a lot of people saying hi. We won't go into all everybody, but hi back. We see everybody saying hi to each other, hi, saying hi to us. We appreciate that. Yvonne says, Chris Ward. Yeah, he's the uh, teaching pastor at uh, Your Blender Friends Church. He's yes, awesome. Yes, it's the him. church we were talking yeah, about. Uh, Kate says, I'm sure people follow the music in King David's day, and also God can speak to us through the music. However, a lot of music has become the focal point of our emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, of course, worship is very, very important um, in our faith and in a service. But um, what my friend was describing was like literally a, like I understood what he meant. He said, I'm like going there. I'm going to a concert and I'm going home every yeah. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So at uh, Cal uh, Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim, Calvary Chapel, um, Chino Hills. Um, if there was no worship, we would still love oh, absolutely. the church. The worship at both places is fantastic. And it's icing on the cake. Absolutely. Um, as opposed to, you know, that's everything, you know, I, I, I can see where so like so if they had Brandon Lake as their worship leader, where people would go just for the music yeah. and then uh, leave halfway through the message. <laughs> if it wasn't spirit filled. Right. Yeah. If they weren't getting what they wanted out of that. I like Barbara's comment. Barbara Page. I'm 87 now, but my family worship at the old friends church on Main Street in Yorba mm. Linda. It was a wonderful spirit filled church back then. How things have changed. Yeah, wow. absolutely. I think a lot of people have said that. So I think it, it, to your point, it could start off that way and not stay that way. Mm. And that's completely, that's a completely different building. And that's a different building. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you think well, sometimes. I mean, the, I mean, their faith the, the, as a church has been around for 110 years or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over 100 yeah. years. But I'm wondering sometimes if the building itself can become a status symbol for the pastor or the congregate or the uh, elders that it becomes more about the status symbol as opposed to the messaging and the sure and the spirit wow we're, we're getting some good comments here carrie says i think the pastor being filled matters and spirit-filled people will tend to find congregations with spirit-filled leadership yeah. yes absolutely yep. great point yvonne the flesh can take over and things are done to please the flesh and not the Lord. Oh, yeah. And then they just get into counting numbers and raising money and building a building. And before yeah. you know it, it's a corporate enterprise instead of a church. Mm. Kate. Many pastors tell stories and use a verse to back it up. But when the word is preached and a parable is used to make the word more relatable, our heart and spirit and mind agree. Yeah, you know, that's where I got to give Pastor Bob props in his uh, messages is that he has a really good balance of of biblical teaching along with practical application and uh, stories that help you understand uh, and humor I mean, he yeah, has, he has a really funny. really good balance um and it's all and i feel that it's all spirit uh led absolutely uh, every part of it because it really connects and makes makes me emotional i i, I cried f five times last sunday 
I mean, not little, like Wait. little. Uh, no, it was um, it was pretty awesome. Oh. It just it was I was moved by all by so much of the music and the and the message. Iris says. Did you watch Past the Mark? He talks about worship music quite a bit, especially at the end. Yeah. We um, we keep putting it on and falling asleep. Nah, I finished it. <laughs> and, oh, and he finished it. I put it on twice and have fallen asleep. So, And I don't like to do that to Pastor Mark. So <laughs> Pastor Jack and Pastor Mark, I won't do that. So I'll listen again. We listen to messages to, to at the time we need to go to sleep. This is, this is like some people put on uh, wave music or crickets. Yeah, uh, we put on Pastor Mark quite often for whatever reason. Pastor Mark seems to and be. I, and I told you I need to stop doing that because you know. know why? Because his music, the video music, comes on at the end and literally <laughs> throws me out of the bed. It is so loud. Did you hear it last night? Yeah. Oh no, it was so loud. It literally wakes me up out of a dead sleep. Mm. So right now, I think Mark Driscoll has the lead in um, messages that either whole messages that I send to people mm -hmm. or portions where I, I screen record it uh -huh. and we'll post it or send it up. He has the lead. I mean, he, cause he just says things. He's that fiery he's, now. He's totally <laughs> Pastor Jack used to have that lead, but I mean, I, of course, I love Pastor Jack, but uh, Mark lately has been uh, just on fire. So uh, if you haven't, if you don't know who he is, it's Trinity Church in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Yvonne says, are they there for music in a concert or to worship <laughs> the Lord in spirit and truth? No, but that's the thing is, is that you don't know that you're in a place for the wrong reasons. And, 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 mm. and he's not there for the wrong reasons. What he's getting out of it is the wrong thing. And me and Andy went through this. I went to that church for six months. We were going there for our children. And then um, our children stopped going or they weren't coming all the time. And I looked at Andy one day and I was like, why do we come here? I was like, I don't see the point. Um, it was really a hard decision to stop going because you literally can get sucked in going there um, as like a good way of spending Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, we were going on Saturday nights. Yeah, so and our like, friends were there. Our friends were there. We were going to dinner. We heard a, a happy message about God and uh, feeding poor people, and we're like, okay, we feel good, and we and we would leave. Yeah, but we're not. Just, but we left when our pockets were, pockets were empty. Yeah, <laughs> and so were our souls. I think yeah. you know. Yeah. Dave Bostic says, hey, Dave Bostic. There's a falling away that can happen and it doesn't happen at overnight. Mm, yeah, Amen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Carrie says, is anyone bothered by screaming pastors? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, at but times then don't you listen get, to Mark. <laughs> yeah. You got to get used to it. Yeah. But don't listen to Pastor Mark then. <laughs> yeah. It's, it all depends on uh, style. Yeah. What, what style people like. And again, I tell, I think the most, of my sharing of his messages or screen recordings are to men. So it's the, it's, it's men that I feel that need to hear from pastor Mark. Cause I, I think I've, I've said this and it's been a while since I've said it, but I think that my thought when I was first being courted into the Christian faith, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm not that soft. Like it, it was your, your, yeah. You know, you're not, it's not masculine. Yeah. That, again, I'm wrong. I'm complete. I was completely wrong, and I'm wrong. I would be wrong if I said that. But today. no, there's a whole generation of macho preachers right now for that reason. Yeah, 
And I feel like the the men to that make I know Christianity feel manly. The men that I know, they they don't want to hear from a soft preacher. They they like to hear from somebody who says, "You okay? You need to listen to me." Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that literally made my hand hurt. <laughs> you actually jumped. Yeah, that was that was very alarming. Oh, that voice. That's how, wow. that's how he talks. Okay, Kate says. Oh, it's easy to fall away, Dave. We get lazy and we get mm -hmm. distracted. Even the disciples fell asleep when Jesus needed them to pray. <laughs> oh, good point. And if I'm saying poor Pastor Mark, because which I'm we, not going to. Because we fall asleep to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what she means. No, we love him. I mean, we drove all the way to Scottsdale, Arizona just to visit his church. Uh, it's just. It, we just tend to, it, it comes from when we first met because that's kind of, that's who we were listening to when we first met a lot. Yes. And um, we would, uh, yeah, we'd fall asleep on the phone to Pastor Mark. <laughs> Kate says, Eddie, I agree. I get lulled into a lovely sleep and then the music explodes and I'm wide awake. <laughs> a losing battle for sleep. Yes, it's happening to me every night. So I'm going to stop it. <laughs> Carrie says. Mark, I have to turn so low because I have dog hearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yvonne says there's a screaming pastor online that is also in California and I can't listen to him uh, anymore we actually had to take what a break that? from Mark for a while something, something happened where... yeah he was all he was getting really kind of puffed up about his church and how great it was and yeah yeah it was I just couldn't then he it. then he went on sabbatical and came back a different man yeah he needed to take that break and David says, uh, Dave says, Pastor Mark has a unique way of getting through to us guys who have a type A personality. Yes. Yeah, yes. he's like the macho pastor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I want to know who Yvonne's talking about, the other screaming pastor in California. Um, I, I know there's one in Temecula that I met when I was down there doing some political stuff. He seems to be pretty strong. He's a Markish type of person. Oh, really? But I, I, did, I haven't seen him preach, but I can see where he might be that type. And not influence church. He's not a screamer, huh? No, no, no. Okay. No, um, no. Phil. Phil. No. Uh, no. Kate says she gets turned off by screaming pastors. Um, I turn judgmental and I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a, a fond, uh, an affinity for African-American pastors. Cause I just like the whole style. Andy does not. I do. No, there's a couple of them. I like, uh, uh pastor, um, uh, Jack has had a few at his at his church. They're are awesome. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. For uh, you know some but of the yeah, he, you don't like the ones I put. The men's ministry. Like I'm a huge fan of Pastor Tony Evans. Sorry, I took a screen the video of Mark. I was going to give people an example that don't. Oh, here he is. Yeah, I'm going to figure out how I can bring that up. Um, but if I can't towards the end, I'll, I'll play it for you guys if we have time and if Hedia lets me. Um, let's see. We haven't read the scripture yet. Let's get to the scripture. It's okay. uh, Zechariah so 4, Zachariah 6 was responsible for rebuilding the temple and Zerubbabel was the civic leader at the time. Hmm. So Zechariah is hearing from the angel of the Lord and he's saying, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, meaning the message was for the leader at the time. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of 
grace, grace to it. So what um, the Lord was speaking to Zechariah to comfort Zerubbabel that this temple will be built and not because you're so great and not because you're powerful, but because my spirit will make it possible. Mm. And it is such a great reminder to us. And he says, oh, what are you great mountain? Meaning when I empower you, the Lord says, when I empower you, we will make a mountain, a plane. Mm -hmm. So don't worry. Um, and you will turn and say grace, grace to it, that it was all done by grace. And it's such a great reminder to us because it's always God saying, it's not your might or your power, but by my spirit, you will accomplish it. And so it's our responsibility to heed the call of the Lord and not worry about whether we're equipped to do it or not, because he'll equip us to do it. When he calls us, yeah. he equips us. What a great way God is speaking to you right now, because you have a little bit of a mountain that you need to become a plane. <laughs> One day. Because isn't that, I mean, isn't that, yeah, I mean, we have these things in our life that are, some are like little, you know, little, yes. little bumps and others that are hills. And then there's other things that are like mountains and they go, gosh, this mountain, I think this mountain's getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but you have to have faith that he will God. flatten it, turn Indeed. it into a plane. Yes. Amen. It's not easy when it becomes, the mountain gets bigger because it's going the opposite direction in our yes. eyes. And we're going, okay, this isn't, this isn't working out. Right? <laughs> um, Until you find the perfect balance. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I'm so happy that you explained this to me. Cause yeah, you, you read it and I, and I didn't have the ears to hear. <laughs> Nor the eyes to see. <laughs> I did cheat. I did read a little oh. commentary about it. But yeah. I have, I, I've done a Bible study on Zechariah. So you don't, you don't, I have to, you don't have to admit those things. <laughs> I look at, there should be, I'm trying to bring this up without making noise right now. Oh, I see how I can do it. Hold on. Um, uh -oh. What? Um, and this is a clip of Mark yelling or? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, just so people that don't know who he is can uh, can uh, appreciate it. I'll oh, bring it up here okay. in a second. Um, where are we at here? Uh, Yvonne saying she has one of those mountains too. Oh, may the Lord flatten your mountain. We'll put that out. Say uh, uh, turn your mountain into a plane. And a prayer request. Yes. And then Carrie says, "Oops." Oops, there we go. Sorry, the button wasn't working. I learned the more softly you talk, the closer they have to listen. Oh. That's true, too. Yeah, but see. It's style, you know, it really is. We, we are style. learning, and not learning. We, You and I know this, because we are learned people. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, what and, do we know? <laughs> and um, that men uh, you know this is this is going to be obvious as soon as i say it. men and women are different mm -hmm. right? and so we have a son not just biologically <laughs> we have a son that are going that is going through you know some issues with his girlfriend oh my gosh so why does this have to not work today um and and, and one of the lessons is that you you told him is that as men we are saying something to our our mate we and we're saying i you know i i love you it's just it's uh you know it's a little bit much 
yeah. when you do X or when you do Y. Right. And, uh, you know, for our our relationship to grow, I need you to do less of that. Yeah. But you here. You don't love me anymore. And you're, to, <laughs> and you're just trying to pull away and you're doing it slowly. No. Like a death by a thousand cuts. No, I'm trying to make our relationships relationship stronger. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying you're a, a horrible person. And see, that's the thing is, is that you get to a point and it's so interesting because I guess it's the, the nature of the relationship or mm. the bond because they have a very um a foundation of God in their relationship. So I don't understand why this is not more prevalent for them. Maybe it's because of their age, but uh, there's a certain confidence level. So you could say just about anything to me and I wouldn't take it the opposite way, but I can remember a time in my life where I would have, mm. I would have heard what he said. I was trying to explain to him what I just heard you say was you're annoying me and I'm trying to get rid of you. And I just don't know how. And he's like, how did you hear that? And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's just that's the way it comes across because um, men don't realize that we, that like, I guess you guys can identify criticisms that don't mean the end of a relationship. Like you could be like, listen, I, I just need space. Mm -hmm. Um, I love you. I still want to be in a relationship with you, but I need breathing space and more than you're giving me. Right. Okay. Right. When, when, do, you, when do you want your space? Right. You would think. You would <laughs> what think time would, of day do you need that space? You would think that would be the response, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be mentally and emotionally in the same place to be able to communicate things like that and not offend the other person. Mm. You've got to be able to, you know. And I mean, most of the time, <laughs> like Gary's comments, funny. Gary, yeah, many men are trying to change you, and then don't like what they create after they try to change you. <laughs> That's funny. That's one thing I, I told my son is that what'll end up happening is that there'll be an overcorrection, and then you'll be going, "How come you don't call me anymore?" <laughs> Do you remember six months ago when that was the case? Yeah. When she never called <laughs> and he had to chase her down. <laughs> That's the funny thing is that it's true. It's been that way before. Um, and then Kate says, but then the Bible says we are to be all things to all men. Shout if you need to It'd be deep and calm, be soft when you need to. In other words, read the room to speak more effectively. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, Furtick does the same thing. Stephen Furtick is a big yeller too. Mm. Um, and people just get used to their style, you know? Right. So with that, let me uh, play a little bit of Mark just so I, I won't play the whole thing. It's three minutes. So um, this is, uh, he's talking about Deborah? the government. No, the government has its road. Oh. And we as Christians have our road. Oh, and that one. Our lane. I'm sorry, lanes. They need to stay in their lane. And then he gets a little, he gets a little hot. Okay. So I think it's, this is a good one to, to share. Here we go. Here. So this leads to another question. I'm just going to rant for a while because I'm kind of in the mood. But uh, so here, what you've got, you've got Deborah and Barack, they're working for the government. This raises another question. Should believers be in government and politics? Yes. See, we, we're coming up on an election. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, 
some people are talking about it. And there's this stupid narrative that Christians should avoid politics and that Christians shouldn't be involved in government. Wow. Well, that's insane. Because we live under the government and we have a right to be involved just like anybody else. Ungodly governments in the Bible and in history, they attack God and God's people over and over and over again. Here we see it in Judges. Godly leaders throughout the Bible serve in godless governments, including Joseph, Obadiah, Nehemiah, Daniel, kings like David, and judges like Deborah and Gideon. In addition, today the government is seeking to replace God and overtake every area of life, including... So that, that's how it starts. Now let me get to the part where he starts yeah, yelling, because Hedia just says he's, he's very tame right now. So here we go with uh, uh, another version of Mark. Here we go. <laughs> children and we want to expand marriage to include people that are not male and female and we'd like you to fund all of this and if you disagree we're going to sue your business and we're going to close your church for COVID while we're freaking open with abortion clinics and weed outlets and strip clubs and and alcohol distribution centers and my thought is stay in your lane or I'm going to need to put you in the ditch stay in your lane this is my life, this is my marriage, this is my church, this is my faith, this, these are my children, this is my destiny, this is my God, this is my freedom, this is my opportunity to tell you to stay in your lane. And when the government decides to tell the church what to do and to close the church, you believe, must believe, that God's people must get in government yes. to protect the rights of the church yes. and to protect God's people to live according to their conscience. That's right. That's good ending. The older I get, the more worked up I get. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Pastor Mark. That's why we love him so much. You said you like that. Yeah, that's a, yeah. He's, he's totally right. Yeah. You think he has the Holy Spirit? Oh, of course. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> No doubt. He Stay is exactly right. in your lane. Now you guys know why I like him so much. Yes. <laughs> and for... Uh, and the, it, and, the, and the, what I love is that he was told his anointing at 19 years old. Mm. And he went through Mars Church and all of that disruption. He literally had... Um, when he went to Arizona, he was leaving, you know, a very... Um, a very bad breakup with with Mars Church, and a they had a really bad storm, and a tree literally fell inside his house and broke the whole house to pieces. Um, and were they still to be in that house, they would have all died. Um, but just how dramatic that the Lord took him through this journey, and he knew it at 19 that he was going to be a preacher to men, that he was going to disciple men. Um, and I'm saying this now also in light of our devotional, which uh, Tozier's like, don't just crank out a church. Make sure you have the Holy Spirit and you are called. So it's not just, it's not just being um, called and anointed, but you must be sent. So it's very important because he had that anointing at 19. 
So he went through this long road to get where the Lord actually needed him to go. And I was listening to this pastor this morning who was, who was reiterating this point, like, please don't just start a church because you want to be famous. Make sure you have the anointing. Make sure you have the character of a pastor. Make sure you have the character of a, of a shepherd and all of the qualifications that the Lord places in the Bible for were. Uh, uh, to be a leader in ministry and then make sure you're called, make sure that the Lord has summoned you to say, now is the time go plant a church. How many people have we heard say that? that like I literally was like, he had one that was a pest inspector and he's like, the Lord said, move now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we were, it was like, we knew it was the Lord because it was so dramatic and he was so sure. Like it was, it was definitely the calling on his life that he knew Um that the time had come, but there are some people where you look at nowadays and you're just like, what is, is like, is this theater? Yeah. Is it theater or is it a church? Right. Yeah. The, I, uh, the, the story, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The, the story that you shared about Mark with um, where he was at Mars church in Washington, the state of Washington. Right. Imagine having a church in the state of Washington. Right? Wow. I mean, Especially with Seattle. that personality. Yeah. Like, what in the yeah. world? Like, how did he end up there? Yeah. Anyways, I think that that was just the Lord making a funny. But, he, you know, he's talking about there's man and woman. And, and, and then, of course, the LGBT stuff. And then it, pretty soon they were they, they were just, Do out. doing everything they could to destroy him. Yeah. That, that is Zachariah Over that. Over that. Uh, 4, 6, 7, where this mountain was just, like, put in front of him. And uh, he had, uh, and then the God led him, you know, tore down his house. Twitter shook up, it, shook up his life. Had like fifty bucks in his broke. pocket. Didn't know where he was going. <laughs> got in a car kids. with four kids. Got in a car and a, I'm sure like a U-Haul trailer. Yeah. And he's, where are we going? I don't know. Arizona. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> drives to Arizona. Yeah. He gets basically gifted the theater that they're in now, which is their yeah. church, Trinity Church, a circular um, cool. building. Um, he just says it's just that mountain was flattened into a plane. Amen. And uh, there he is, changing people's lives. Um, they thought that they were going to destroy him. Yep. And uh, and he's been he's bigger and stronger than ever with the Holy Spirit. So awesome. Um, Mark is, is very it? open about his payout. He's very yeah. open. Yeah. And I think it's so much for people to learn from because uh, we overcome with the blood of the lamb and our word uh, of our testimony. It's so important to share that with people. I know a lot of people hesitate, but I think it's one of the greatest things we have to bring people um, to saving faith in Christ. Just saying, I've been there, I've done that, I know it, Um, but, you know, walk with me. Mm. And Yvonne earlier had asked what the name of the church was. I put the link um, in uh, the chat so you can find it there. Just look in the chat and click on it. If you you don't see it, depending on where it is you're watching this or listening to, it's uh, thetrinitychurch.com, the trinitychurch.com i didn't even know that was his website address yeah i didn't know it was a the i would have completely got no, it wrong. Uh, because his youtube channel is not the same name it's oh, no. real life the, with right. mark right real life with mark real life on youtube wait isn't jack real life oh no yeah what is it sorry are they both real life no real men real men yeah real men is mark yeah real life is jack it's jack but just type in mark driscoll and his 
Yeah. His web his uh, YouTube channel will come up. But the church website is real oh, faith. Real faith. Thank you, Iris. Oh, dale. We can't keep all these things straight. But he, but but his Wednesday ministry is real men. Yes. Yeah. But so it was, have, it's funny that it's the same name. Yeah, real life. And then you got real men and you got real faith. <laughs> Anything real <laughs> and you'll be in good shape. You know what else is funny? How God works in amazing ways. Yes. Is that we were talking about my son and his girlfriend. And then we finished the conversation and they opened the door to listen to what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm glad, glad we did. Glad we, we ended that conversation when we did. <laughs> Very good timing. Yes. All right. Uh, should we pray for any other prayer requests? Who's, uh, oh yeah. Any more prayer requests before we end? Proverbs fifteen one and two. I did not didn't get a chance to look that up. You want to do that while we're waiting for prayer requests? That, that'll be a good thing to do. Oh, it's going to take you a, a while. What? What are you talking about, Snugs? <laughs> <laughs> what was I, it? I, yeah, Proverbs yeah. what? Oh, I didn't remember. 15, 1 through 2. Um, oh, you do it that way. It's so it's so much better. <laughs> what is so much better? Oh, good. You're having trouble. We'd have to find it. Yeah. 15? Look at you. I didn't know you could even do that on uh, Bible Gateway. A scoffer does not love one who corrects him, nor will he go to the wise. No, that can't be it. 1 and 2. Oh, 1 and 2. Yeah. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Oh. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of a fool pours forth foolishness. But I don't think it's a harsh word. It's a loud word. That's my understanding. I think you have to hit the enter. I do, oh. but I'm just moving it over. Okay. A gentle <laughs> answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So, yeah, I don't know if you, tongue of the you wise. think... Do you think harsh means loud? Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking this goes to like we were talking about a discussion between a man and a woman about their relationship. I think that applies to that. I'm not sure because I mean pastors have yelled and screamed and sang their sermons for eons. Yes. Sometimes you gotta cat you gotta you gotta, you gotta rattle people up. You gotta you gotta get their attention. Right. Some people are like like me at church the other day. I didn't mean to, but I was really tired. My eyes were so heavy. And the message was amazing. And uh I, I was just having, I woke up like at two o'clock or something like that that morning. And um and I could have used a little bit of oomph. It would have uh, woken me up. The good news is that we were sitting in the front row. That yeah. that's because you because I know that. He's going to look at me when I'm snoring. And he, if was, I heard you snoring, I would have elbowed you. He would have you. given me the elbow. I would have. That happens every so often. Why do men like to holler, Carrie says. We had to explain to Andy today. <laughs> it's this loud, booming voice. He doesn't even notice it. He doesn't notice it at all. It can be alarming sometimes. My brother had a friend. And, you know, my, my brother's 10 years older than me. But uh, he had this friend who had... Uh, just, I think she was maybe two or three years old, this girl that, that they had, Bobo and Linda, uh, were, the, were this couple named, and they had this, this, this daughter. And even when I was, um, I guess when I was 18 or 19 years old, 20 years old, my voice had already changed. And when I would speak, she would cry. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. And I go, why are you crying? 
stop it. <laughs> and she would like bawl like hysterically. It wasn't just like, Wee. It, I mean, it, she would like, Wee. her face would crinkle up. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't like my voice. Like when she got when, she, when she got older, I said, "You remember you used to cry?" She goes, "Oh yeah, you used to scare me." I go, "What? Everybody yeah. loves me." So amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> oh, a Carrie needs prayer for caregiver fatigue. fatigue yes, yeah. I saw that. Okay. I don't know, Carrie. I don't holler. <laughs> I don't holler. Um. Don't holler much. Don't holler much. I, I occasionally have been known to holler. And he's like, why are you yelling? I was like, oh, okay. So I, you can yell, but I can't. Yes. Like, I don't yell. I just raise my voice. Yes. To an octave that would make the, the that would, <laughs> would make even a deaf man cry. <laughs> Give me your hand and pray. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Cave, Carrie, caveman designed to protect secure off dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Yes, That's it's necessary. It's a necessary evil. Yes, would. And sometimes, oh, I like Iris's point. Sometimes people who have issues with their hearing talk louder because they can't hear themselves. Yes. Oh, me and my mom have this issue all the time Both. because she talks loud all the time. And then she can't hear me. I talk louder. And she's like, why are you yelling? It's a constant, <laughs> a constant battle of the decibels. <laughs> okay. Here's less going. I have volume control, but Eddie has to live with you. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Uh, Heavenly Father, uh, we, we come to your throne of grace um, knowing that we will receive the grace and mercy we need in our time of need. Thank you for all that you do in and through us. Thank you for your mercy that follows us in our lives. Thank you for the blessings that you provide without measure, that you give without asking anything in return, Lord, and we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. We ask for you to empower Carrie, to give her the strength um, for the tasks that you have given her, for the care that you have held her responsible for, Lord. Um, this is um, where you have called her, Lord, and you, we know that you will not give any burden greater than we could bear, and we ask that you fortify her, and you strengthen her, and you give her um, the love and the joy that she needs um, to wake up every day and fulfill the tasks in front of her. And Lord, we ask that you bless Kate and you continue to provide healing um, and restful sleep, Lord. We pray sleep over all of us women that have sleep problems, Lord. We pray for sleep, for restfulness, that when we close our eyes and we lay in the bed, um, your grace and your mercy covers us and allows us to sleep for the night. Uh, we also ask for healing for um, Jan's sister, Judy, who's just recovering from cancer surgery. Lord, um, bless her and protect her and, and her family. And uh, my other friend who's suffering from a, another diagnosis of cancer, Lord, we ask that you um, heal her and give her a supernatural recovery. Um, give the doctors discernment who treat um, our loved ones and make it uh, so that it passes easy and quickly and effectively, Lord. Bless our children, bless our loved ones, our family members, those who do not yet know you, Lord, please draw them close to you. We love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hmm. They say women screech. Exactly.
We screech. They just talk loud. Yes. But we screech. Yes. <laughs> All right, my friends. We love you. Good night. God bless. Bye. Take care. Bye.